Welcome to Taylor's Table, a podcast where we talk about what's cooking in the kitchen and in life. Taylor's Table is a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. Welcome back to the table. So last episode, we conversed about my passion for camping and how I merged my two passions of camping and cooking together to help make my outdoor experience that much sweeter or savorier. I don't know which word you want to use for that, but we are going to continue to shift gears and bring up a another passion of mine. This is a renewed passion, and that is a passion for reading for fun. (laughs) So most of us out there at some point in our lives, especially in our academic lives, we have been forced to read certain stuff, right? So whether you were doing like AR when you were in school and you had to read a certain amount, you had to get these AR points. Uh, I always loved AR. I loved reading. I've always loved reading. It has been a huge part of just my childhood, early twenties. And then I kind of went through a little lull. We'll talk about that in a minute, but Most of us have had some point in our lives where we have been, you know, either in into reading, maybe reading for fun, maybe just reading for academics. And maybe you're somebody who has trouble reading. And I don't mean that in the sense of like you can't read, but I know people who are dyslexic, people who have ADHD have trouble focusing on reading. So, and we're going to actually cover some different ways that you can combat that later on in this episode. You know, when I was a kid, I was constantly reading things like the Magic Treehouse books and then of course Babysitter's Clubs. And then it started to kind of evolve into the series of unfortunate events and uglies and hunger games and of course twilight and then of course lord of the rings and we can just go on and on in all of these really popular books that came out back then what were some of the ones that you read there's something about reading that just really makes you feel good it, it, it allows you to escape from your reality, escape from your responsibilities in the real world, and you can be transported into this new storyline. Whether you read regular romances, Regency romances, fiction, just like standard fiction, horror, uh, fantasy, I think all of these genres, at the end of the day, they take us out of our reality, they put us in a new reality, and they allow us to experience new things through the eyes of the protagonist, uh, the different characters that are in the books, and so on and so forth. So reading for me has really been a way to escape. And to me, I like it better than watching TV and watching movies because it really challenges my brain and it allows me to kind of create the scene myself, right? So not everybody out there reads in a way where they can actually visualize the stuff that they're reading. But for me, that's what I do. So to me, it's like a mini movie in my head. Now, in high school, whenever I was taking like AP English and stuff, we had to read these pretty intense books, things like Lord of the Flies and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed those books. Uh, What's the one? The Old Man and the Sea. But the, the other part of that is like when you're forced to read, sometimes it takes away from the time that you have to read for pleasure or read for fun. After high school, when I got into college, I mean, it was still constantly like having to read stuff for homework, having to read stuff to do reports on. And then in 2016, I went through my yoga teacher training and I had to read 
copious amounts of books for that. So there was a point in my life, probably throughout the majority of my early 20s, where I didn't really read for fun because I was reading so much because I had to, you know, between taking four to five classes each semester for college on top of working, on top of having a social life, you know, in my head, I was like, I don't have time to read. And that was my excuse that I kept telling myself for years and years. I don't have time to read. What? I don't think a lot of us out there have time to do a lot of the things that we do, but we still get it done. So we'll talk about how that kind of switched here in just a minute. Whenever I was reading these self-help books and reading this stuff for yoga teacher training and things like that, these nonfiction books, you know, it, it kind of started to bring into my head like, okay, you have the time to read this stuff for school. You know, maybe in the future we can figure out a way to add more time in to read. So there was a series that I had started in high school and it was the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter series written by Laurel K. Hamilton. And it is to this day, still one of my favorite series and it's still being released. They're releasing the 30th book in November, which I think is crazy. That series was a series that I have continued to read throughout my entire adulthood. So I had bought in a book. It took me three years to read that one book because I would just like randomly pick it up like I was waiting at a doctor's office or sitting at home and couldn't really find something on TV that I wanted to watch or I didn't have any friends over. So I would read a little bit of it here and there. And like I said, it took me three years to read a book. I still read it. But nowadays I'm thinking in my head, like I could never stay on one book for three years. But again, we'll talk about the evolution of that in just a moment. But there was a point in my life where I just kept telling myself that narrative. I don't have time to read. I can't read. What am I going to read? Yada, yada, yada. But then things changed. Things changed and it evolved and grew. And it is now the number one thing that I do is read. I went from never reading a book, taking multiple years to finish one book, to last year I read almost 95 books in one year. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about how I got to that in just a moment. Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, Learn new knowledge and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at hefepods.com. And we're back. So how did I go from taking multiple years to finish one book to reading multiple books, almost up to 100 books in one year? Well, it all started with a little show called Shadow and Bone. Now, Shadow and Bone was released on Netflix about two and a half years ago. And it is based off of a book series by Lee Bardugo. And it is two duologies or excuse me, a trilogy and two duologies. And they also have some little side stories and novellas and stuff like that. Lee Bardugo is an absolute powerhouse when it comes to writing fantasy. I feel like especially young adult fantasy. And I watched the show binged the eight episodes in one day and was like, I need more. 
I need more. And my best friend at the time who told me, Brooke, I'll give her a shout out. She actually told me about Shadow and Bone on Netflix. So I watched it. And she's like, it's a book series. Now, Brooke is somebody who I met in high school and we actually bonded over books in high school. And then we've continued to stay friends um, into our early 30s. And she has continued to read throughout the years. Um, now, it's fluctuated as far as how much and how often. But for the most part, she has been one of the main people in my life who has consistently read. Now, my family reads all the time, right? My Nana used to read all the time. My grandma reads three to four books at a time. My Aunt Rusi, you know, I have a lot of people in my life who do read constantly. Um, but for me, I just, again, kept telling myself, I can't do it. I don't have time to do it. So anyways, we watched Shadow and Bone. I told her I wanted more. She's like, it's based off a book series. Let's read the book series together. So I went to the library, checked out the book and absolutely inhaled it inhaled it even though I had already watched the show which a lot of the show is based from the first trilogy I was still like oh my gosh I need to keep knowing I need to know so let's just kind of take a pause on that for a moment and let's switch back so I've always been a physical book person my grandma bought me a Kindle Fire when they first were released back in like 2011. She got me one of those and I had it. And again, like I would read it here and there over the last years, but never really consistently. So, and audiobooks weren't really, weren't really a thing at the time in the early 2010s, 2011s. And then they started to get more popular. And I mean, maybe they've always been popular because I remember there being cassettes and CDs out there. But for me, as far as the people I was surrounded by, audiobooks weren't really a big thing, aside from my friend Brooke. Brooke always used to listen to audiobooks. And I was like, I can't listen to audiobooks. You know, I can't get into it. I get distracted, yada, yada. Again, found ways around all of these excuses I kept telling myself. So... Fast forward to, I think it was book three of the original trilogy. I was like, man, I do not want to put this down. Like I want to keep reading, but I've got to go to work. So what am I going to do? Well, anyways, I went on YouTube, found the audiobook on YouTube and ended up being able to listen to it while I was at work. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this changes everything. And at the time I was listening to it on YouTube. Okay. Free, weren't paying for it. It was just something, it was like this huge opening for me. I was like, oh my gosh, like I drive so much, I work so much, you know, all this time that I've been staying up late reading, like physically reading these books. Now I've just opened up this whole new world of allowing me to read while I'm driving, while I'm doing dishes, doing laundry, things like that. Because that's what the greatest thing about audiobooks is, is the ability to listen to it hands-free and not having to watch something right? Like it can just be in your ears. You can just listen to it as you do menial tasks throughout the day. So that's kind of how it started. And I was like, I was absolutely obsessed. So I burned through, uh, both duologies after the original tr trilogy started getting into audiobooks. A friend of mine told me about another series by an author named Ruby Dixon. If you Google her or look her up, you're going to know exactly what genre she writes. And that's that. I'm not going to go into any more detail on that one. But basically that first year, uh, 2021, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is a whole new world. This is so great. This is wonderful. And I started to make time to read. Let me say that again. I started to make time to read. You can sit here and tell me all day, day in and day out, you don't have time to do something. 
But at the end of the day, it's all about prioritizing that time and really looking at your life, doing a time audit is what I call it, where you look through and you're like, okay, how much time am I going to be awake during a day? What are the responsibility things, the things that I know I have to do no matter what, right? Like work, brush your teeth, do like household chores, talk to your spouse, things like that. But then where's this free time? Where is this other time where I could fill it with things that I really want to do? So for me, the idea of, okay, instead of doom scrolling on social media, I'm going to take that 15, 20 minutes and I'm going to read instead. Or just make like setting a little goal of like a chapter a day, things like that. And to me, I'm like, once I get to a a certain part in a book, like it kicks up so much to the point where I'm like, I can't put this thing down. You're going to have to pry this book out of my dead hands because I cannot. This is so good. So starting a chapter today and let's go back to something a little bit. So say for instance, you have kids, physical books may not be the way to go because especially if you have young kids, right? They're typically got stuff on their hands. You're having to mess with them. They're having to mess with you. And sometimes physical books can get damaged in the process, which isn't the worst thing, but if you're spending money on it, you know, and you're wanting to read it, you don't want the pages to get ripped out and such. So that's why a lot of parents that I know ended up getting a Kindle. Now they have all different kinds of Kindles. Now they have Nooks, obviously with Barnes and Nobles. There's all these different styles of e-readers out there, right? So you can have the book electronically on your phone or on whatever e-reader you have. So you don't actually have to go buy one. You could just download the app to your phone. And then that way you're already on your phone, scrolling, talking to people on the internet. You might as well read a book every so often. And what I really like about having that capability is if I'm in line somewhere, you know, I have that opportunity where I can whip out my phone and read a few pages out of my book. Now, say for instance, we'll go back to like the audiobooks. You're somebody who's dyslexic, somebody with ADHD. You have a hard time focusing on reading stuff. So you can actually listen to stuff. And what's so great about audiobooks is you can increase the speed or decrease the speed. So for me, I listen on a 1.5 speed typically. I have friends that listen on a 2 point speed, which is way too fast for me. And I have people who stick to the one uh, time speed, which is fine. I just can't listen with you. <laughs> You're going to be listening on your own. I was listening uh, to an audiobook with a friend of mine. We were going over to North Carolina and I was just like, this is way too slow. She's like, yeah, but you're missing out on all the inflections and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because whenever I listen to it, it evens out to how a normal person would talk. Like it doesn't sound sped up to me. But it will sound sped up to you depending on your preference. So let's just kind of get real here. Okay. Say, for instance, reading isn't your jam at all. You don't want to read. But the point of this podcast episode is to show you that you have the time to do the things that you want to do. You just might have to do a little extra work to figure that out. Okay. So a few things for me, like I said, doing a time audit on your life, figuring out what it is you really want to do, right? Maybe you're wanting to exercise. Maybe you're wanting to start a new hobby. Maybe you're wanting to do things like, I don't know, play Warhammer, crochet. So learn to play guitar. There's all these different things that you may want to do, but in your head, you might be telling yourself the same thing I told myself. I don't have time. You do have time. 
And I realize I'm speaking as somebody who doesn't have kids, but even people with kids, you still can find the time. Talk to your partner, talk to your friends, talk to your family, phone a friend, be like, hey, can you guys come watch so-and-so and such and such while I take an hour of the day to do something I want to do? Hey, can you, you know, do bedtime tonight? That way I can have 30 minutes extra in the bath or 30 minutes to do some stuff. You know, I want to go do a quick workout or get some steps in. You know, I I get it. It can be really difficult at first. You may have a lot of guilt surrounding that. But at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself in order to fully be present and to be the best you that you can be for the people in your life. And you've got to figure out what it is you want to do. We are not created to just work and sleep and have, you know, relationships with people. Those are great things that we have in this life, but the person that we are inside matters the most. And we need to make sure that we're feeding that person what they need and giving them that time. Maybe just time alone, maybe just time to literally do nothing. And Hey, if you're somebody who likes to watch TV and movies, continue doing that. If you're wanting to maybe try out reading, look at what it is that you watch. You know, like I said, I used shadow and bone as a way to segue back into the reading world because it was a book to TV adaptation. They have tons of those out there. So if you like Lord of the Rings, maybe going back and reading those. If you like Harry Potter, go back and read those. Twilight, same thing. Hunger Games, same thing. Uh, Where the Crawdad scene. There's all these kinds of different um, genres and styles of books out there. That can be in the same section as the movies and the TV shows that you watch to this day. There's so many different books out there, so many different styles, and you're able to find whatever it is that you want. You don't have to read stuff that you don't want, that you don't have to watch stuff that you don't want. And I know a lot of us out there maybe say yes to things that we don't really want to do out of some weird obligation that we feel to other people. But at the end of the day, your happiness matters. And if you are not happy with your life, you are the only person that can change that. You, you are the only one and it may be difficult and you may, you know, struggle at first, but eventually if you have a plan and you can see the end goal and you know what goal you want to do, you have to get out of your own way to make that happen. And that's really where it came from, came down to for me. I was like, man, I kept telling myself for all these years that I didn't have time to do something. And here I am 31 years old and it's the number one thing that I love to do. And if I would have never gotten out of my own way, if I would have never allowed that time for myself to even try to get back into it, I would have never gotten here. And it's just, it's amazing. I, I cannot speak enough about reading. It means so much to me and the friendships that I have developed because of that, whether it be with people online who also read the same books that we met through like hashtags, people who are in my life that I didn't realize read. And now we have this huge topic to talk about because we both are like, yay, we now have somebody that we can converse with and have these great conversations about the books that we love. And you're probably sitting here at the end of this episode, like Taylor, this is supposed to be like a cooking podcast. It's not necessarily a cooking podcast. We're talking about everything that is brought to the table. And this particular thing I feel like really will resonate with a lot of people. And look, if you're wanting to merge cooking and reading together, buy a cookbook. They have all kinds of different ones out there. And most of them have really cool stories and information regarding the recipes that they make. And it really just adds that much more depth and that much more flavor to the experience. 
So I hope that if anything, this podcast has inspired you to look at your life, really look at the time that you have and figure out, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I don't have time for. And maybe you don't have time for it right now, but there will be those phases in life. And it's too short to sit here and be unhappy and to use the excuse, I don't have time for this when you do have time for you. And I hope this episode really does inspire you to get out there and to make that time for yourself. As always, thank you for joining me here at the table. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to Taylor's Table, a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Blades Media Radio Group. We hope you'll join us during the next episode of Taylor's Table. Feel free to email Taylor at gladesmedia.com if you have any questions or recipes you'd like for us to share on the show. 